Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. February 7th, 2023. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, NXT 2.0 edition, talking about the fallout from Vengeance Day. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by NYC Demon Diva Issa and Mr. Alfred Kanawa. Tonight, to talk about everything that happened on NXT. We had a big split. We had uh, some some depression that turned itself around in the ring. We had a surprise, shocking attack. All that and more on tonight's edition of NXT 2.0. Before we hop into everything, uh, Alfred, what's going on in the news? Well, starting off, first and foremost, pretty sad news. Uh, Jerry, the King Lawler, did suffer a stroke earlier today. He was found uh, face down in his home in oh. Fort Myers, Florida. Um, there have been some updates that the situation is serious, but Dutch Mantel, most recently, at least what I saw, he did update saying that Jerry Lawler is recovering and is expected to recover, although his speech is affected right now. He's expected to recover. I, I don't know how long that um, process is going to take or whether or not it's a full recovery because details are still coming out. But our thoughts and prayers are with Jerry the King Lawler after suffering a stroke. Absolutely. And he was just on the Rumble pre-show. Yeah, and he's fine. He was, he's still Jerry Lawler, you know. And he was part of Raw 30, right? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was that week. Yeah, the guy wrestles, I, and he still wrestles too. Like, wow, yeah. he still does Same, shows. That's insane. Sending all the love and all the energy Absolutely. and all the healing vibes that he needs. Strong one, you know. Um, I'm sure he will be okay. But here, I, I'm sending the positive vibes and energy. Wishing him a speedy recovery. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw Ric Flair tweeted a picture of them, you know, wishing positive vibes. And it actually gave me hope because both those guys have had, you know, they've kicked out a lot and they're very resilient in terms of you know, their health. We saw Jerry Lawler have that heart attack where he was essentially on his deathbed and he was able to recover and, and come back. So hopefully that's another one of those situations where Lawler is able to come back to us. Absolutely. Well, uh, on to a little happier news in terms of WWE Raw. The ratings were delayed a bit, but they just came out. Um, looks like it did about $1.9 million, um, million uh, viewers. Number one on cable. Still strong numbers this WrestleMania season. Of course, WWE Raw highlighted by an instantly iconic segment between Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman in their first at-bat for the Cody Rhodes-Roman Reign match. That definitely is happening. Add more context. This past weekend in Georgia and Pensacola, WWE set gate records as they sold out 6,000 seat shows per venue, they were at 2,000 seats until it was announced that Cody Rhodes would be on the show. 
And at which point they ballooned to 6,000 this coming off the heels of Cody Rhodes being a top merchandise mover, Raw doing I feel I feel like this is a really year. a top news Total article and you're just bringing it up so wait, just so you wait, can what, talk what, about what Cody. Was the, what was the rating? Wait, wait, how many people how many people watch Monday? Six, uh, 1.9 million viewers, um, which is around the two so million. Very a lot high. less than before yeah. Cody came back because but, on Raw 30, we were at over 2 million. But wow, I mean, Alfred, that's significantly less than the 2,384,000 people that tuned in Friday to see what Sami Zayn was going to be doing in front of a sold out crowd on SmackDown. <laughs> yes, but that narrative uh, doesn't work because Friday on SmackDown is network television. As I continue, this is also available on Forbes. Raw, of course, last week with Cody Rhodes after winning the Royal Rumble was a one-year high of 13%. That was also a record sellout for Tulsa, Oklahoma. Cody Rhodes, of course, as I mentioned, one of the top merchandise movers. There were 2.3 million viewers for his segment uh, last week. And uh, this week, Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman silenced a lot of the Sami Zayn truthers. A couple mm. of them might be you wanna on this know. You want to know what's but it looks like, like people are ready for WrestleMania with Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns because that segment was fire last night. Yo, legendary. yo, that huh. was, uh, I know we're early in the year, but uh, goosebumps, the way that Paul Heyman switched that up at the end, the way that they involved the reality of it. I know we've been going back and forth because all three of us have a different favorite. My favorite being Roman Reigns, who is such a superstar that he doesn't even have to do the house show in Pensacola, Florida, where he's from, because he's too big time for that. But anyways, that segment was absolutely incredible, regardless of who your favorite is. And I feel like people were hearing the buzz in WWE and they told Paul Heyman and Cody Rose, hey, let's reel it back in. Let's remind these people what the WrestleMania match is. And they did that. I sent it to my nephew to watch it and he was like, well, what are you thinking? I'm like, I'm thinking I can't wait for WrestleMania. <laughs> like, that's what I'm thinking. I need to see this match. Yes, absolutely. And that's what it, I love the narrative now that it's like, oh, they knew that they had to outdo Sammy. Like, of course, Sammy's getting hot. This product's good. WWE has been good for six months in terms of telling stories, being long-term fans, trusting the product. They always knew that they had to deliver a WrestleMania caliber story, no matter what the circumstances were. And they absolutely did that with Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman. The fans trust this product right now. As I've been saying for a couple months now, before the Sami Zayn narrative really started to pop and get out of control, WWE has a direction for this story. So listen, the Bloodline storyline started April 22nd. We're in week 41 of that story. Okay, we're on chapter 41. It's been a great book. That book will end in February. And they're going to start a new book, which is another fire book between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. And I'm here for it. Cody Rhodes is being proven as a draw. The numbers they did this past weekend are only comparable to Madison Square Garden. Cody Rhodes essentially added 4,000 tickets, something nobody in this company breathing outside of John Cena has been able to do in the last 10 years. And Cody Rhodes is really proving to be a hot commodity outside of whatever the narrative is Women lie, men lie, numbers do not. I feel like I go back and forth on this because I do think I love everything the bloodline is doing. I love what Sami Zayn has done here. And I personally think this story for me, sorry, Glenn, it has turned more about Jay Uso than it has Sami Zayn. I'm more invested into what is Jay Uso doing right now than Sami Zayn. Sami well. Zayn is obviously a traitor. He was rooting for Kevin Owens the entire match. Before he hit Roman in the back with that share, he was going to turn. He was rooting for Kevin Owens, right? The Jay Uso twist to that story is what really made me go, okay, hold up. But I, I do feel that maybe some of the social media narrative, correct me if I'm wrong, is people not wanting Cody to succeed just because of 
him leaving AEW, I feel people Hmm. are still salty about that. Calvin R. Alexander, $5 super chat. (laughs) That was a generational promo. Wrestling television gold. So, Issa, you're telling me in my poll, you are part of the 8.5% of people who said Jay Uso (laughs) is the superstar they are the most excited about and invested in. No, I voted for Roman, but I do. I find myself more intrigued about what Jay is doing than what Sammy's doing right now because I feel Sammy already solidified where he stands, especially after what happened on Friday, right? Sammy wants the titles. He wants to come after Roman, but we still don't know whose side Jay is I mean, on. So I personally think that Jay is more interesting than Sammy right now. He's getting his title shot. He's going to get destroyed, murdered, executed in front of his home crowd. It's going to be great. I'm going to get some pizza for it. I mean, Jimmy and Jay made up with Papa John's already. So I think, uh, you know, Jimmy and Jay are fine. Did they no, make Jay up will find clarity. Wait, you didn't see the commercial? Oh, oh, the commercial. Okay, I thought there was some up there. <laughs> yeah, the true. commercial has been out for a while, but... They know, should pull that off the air for kayfabe. I think I think Jay and Jimmy are going to be okay. Just just me. Just I just have a feeling. I think they are too. And WWE is just essentially in complete command of its audience. You know, Isao, you say that Jay Uso is somebody you identify with right now. That's by design. When they want Sammy to be the hot guy, he'll be the hot guy because they know how to book. They'll do the same thing with Jay Uso. And that's why there really isn't going to be this fans are going to turn. When they wanted you to get excited about Cody, they did that. I love how it's a news story. Oh, WWE decided they had to do a WrestleMania caliber storyline. That's not a news story. That's somebody backtracking because they are one of the people leading the charge and Mr. Dave Meltzer about Cody Rhodes not main eventing. And now that WWE has shown that they can book the storyline no matter who they book in the main event, people are going to buy it. I think there's a couple of things in terms of why people aren't turning on it. A, obviously the AEW element. And B, I think a lot of this reason is a lot of people expect this during WrestleMania season because we've seen it a couple of times and now that we got a hot guy fans just aren't used to having multiple guys this hot so they're in that Pavlovian right. thing where they just think oh I gotta choose between the, this guy no no no, no. they're Bingo. both hot right now. Jay's hot too consider Jay's got an outside chance of maybe upending everything and being a lot of people are hot in WWE WWE yes. right now is entertaining Gunther is hot even the United States Championship is hot going into an elimination chamber the Hurt match. Business is coming back that's gonna be yes hot. I was thinking that I was like you know what this episode of Monday Night Raw it was fun I had a blast watching it the three hours of it there was so many elements and so many cool things about it it felt like we're on WrestleMania season, right? And that's what I need. Why can't we get TV like this every week? I don't understand because they did a great three-hour show. But that's the thing. There's a lot of people to choose from right now. And we should just be able to sit back and enjoy it. Regardless, you know, Glenn, I know you love Sammy. Alfred, I know you love Cody. Some people like Jay. It doesn't matter who you like. Roman is going to beat them at WrestleMania. So pick your favorite. Make it a triple threat. It doesn't matter. The result is going to be the same. And people like me are going to be basking in Roman's glory. I think yeah, the Monday, the Raw after... And I'm just going to write yeah. that down. Uh, I was going to say the Raw after Mania, East is going to be looking like pretty deadly did tonight. Uh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Alfred! Alfred! Right here, right now. Because we will both be there. Whoever wins buys the drinks the next day. Oh, right. Or you. I mean, this is going to be you who's going to lose. Listen, we have, we're talking WrestleMania. There's going to be, there's going to, no, no, no. Oh, come on. Bigger bets. Bigger bets than this. Alfred, I think. Speaking of the tab. I'm trying to help Issa out here because Cody's winning. No, I'm trying to help you out. Okay. How about, how about if, if Roman wins, Alfred, you get Cody's neck tattoo on your neck. (laughs) And Issa, if Cody wins, you do the same. What do you what? think, Issa? How confident are Wait, you? What? You know, what? 
I take the bet. Yeah. Come you on, get, you, get, you get the Cody neck tattoo if uh, if if Cody wins over. I don't get Robert. any no, no, enjoyment no. out of that, but drinks I get enjoyment out of. Cody wins. Issa gets a tattoo, right? He's That's just yeah. scared because yeah. he knows I like, can out drink anyone. Yeah, He's do, like, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to pick up that tab. <laughs> I'll, I'll, go, I'll go one better. It'll look better. Uh, uh, Issa, if if Cody wins, you get Roman's full like arm sleeve. You get, you you get the same. No, all right, all right. I got this. If Cody wins, I take Alfred out to Applebee's. I pick up yes. the tab. Okay, this is. I'll vlog it for my channel. We we each have YouTube channels. When Roman wins, notice how I changed the word if and when. When Roman wins, you gotta take me to a restaurant of my choice. I will I will keep it on a on a friendly budget. You Can said, it be another Applebee's, like in a different area? I just I don't want to go to Applebee's, Alfred. <laughs> that's a deal. I'm getting right, we'll do all of, you know what? I was talking about Olive Garden on my on my stream today. So mm. Olive Garden. Oh, you take good. me to Olive Garden when Roman wins, if Oh, Cody yeah. wins. I'll take you to Applebee's. You know, you get that Let's table get wine service, and you're saving right there. Yeah. Uh, deal, deal. We're shaking <laughs> on it. We're shaking on it. Issa, I don't think there's enough alcohol at an Applebee's for you if uh, Roman loses that title. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be a mess. That's gonna be the most depressing vlog I've ever filmed. But that, I don't have to worry about that because it's not gonna happen. So, Kelvin R. Alexander, two dollars. WWE is firing on all cylinders right now. It's a Absolutely. fun time to be a wrestling fan. It really is. I mean, I've watched that promo several times in terms of just like. And it was just like, they're so good at really kind of capitalizing on the emotion with, and seeming very real and down to earth. I love it. Yeah. It's, oh, sorry. It's very rare. No, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's very rare. Like my nephews are in and out of it now. You know, my nephews got me back into liking wrestling. They're in and out now. It's very rare where I feel the need to send them a segment. And this was one that I yeah. texted my nephew automatically. And I was like, I just said in capital letters, watch. <laughs> and we had a conversation about it forever because he really liked it. Tommy O, $5 super chat. Thank you, Tommy. Saying the Paul Cody segment last night was awesome. Whenever they're paying Heyman, they owe him more. I agree. The, the thing that I really took away from that was not just the reality factor. I remember hearing Roman talk about how special Dusty Rose used to think that he is, but they have so much in common. Just Not just the family, just going through that period of time where they had a gimmick where people were not happy or people didn't like them. Of course, Cody had to run away because he couldn't like just reinvent himself enough to make it in WWE. He had create to another wrestling company. And create a wrestling company that he left because he over there also could not make it and was in the mid-card. But anyways, you nice know, I, they, they still have a couple of really good things going on for themselves. Issa, why don't you read this super chat? <laughs> Oh my God, Kelvin! I thought you were on my side. Kelvin says, "Looking forward to seeing the shovel Issa after Mania, female bum ass Corbin." Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Content. I hope that all of you guys are just gonna stay with the desire of seeing that. It's not gonna happen. What you're gonna get is gonna be me just gloating about how I told every single one of you that this reign is not ending anytime soon. When I'm over here, just constantly saying, "I told you so," it's gonna be an hour of me saying, "I." told you so te lo dije i'll say i'll le i'll learn different languages i'll learn how to say it in 10 different languages for all of you people wow i'll say it in uh, swahili for you and um right now i'm looking at the applebee's menu shrimp and parmesan sirloin that's looking really good that's going on the menu you got some shrimp got a little gravy on it oh it's gonna be suck, so good alfred uh you're gonna Oof. be starving i hope you like some um olive garden they have a couple of good things there. breadsticks are lovely 
Shout out to DJ Tony Garcia. He reached out to me and he was talking about how much we talk about Applebee's. And we had a great conversation in depth about all the items on Applebee's. We agreed that the wings are underrated. Uh, we talked about the mashed potatoes and, and all the great food they have to offer. So shut up. This would never be the case, but if it was the case, my favorite Applebee's item is called the chicken fajita roll-up. Mm. Order it every time I go to Applebee's. We got to get them to sponsor this podcast. Yeah, we do. Maybe they'll pay for that. Maybe they'll pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) McCloud, $5 super chat saying, do you think Triple H might be flexing on Tony, showing what he can really do with the main roster and not NXT? I, that's an element to it. I think it's more of a matter of Vince McMahon is not in charge. So Triple H gets more room to create, you know, with NXT, he had limitations because they weren't as big as stars on the main roster, and that's what TV ratings come down to. But on the main roster, without Vince McMahon there, of course he's going to do much better. Yeah. What else is in the news? Our final story, WrestleMania is coming to Detroit, Michigan. So, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. I'm sorry. SummerSlam is coming to Detroit, Michigan. Uh, and year. i welcome you to detroit city i say welcome to detroit city i'm so excited i said it on my on my stream about seven months ago just saying just throwing that out there <laughs> if you like the humidity of puerto rico you will love detroit in the sun i've been to detroit a lot of times yes i used to when i lived in the midwest i would go to detroit to watch the yankees hey. play over there with the tigers it was great you live in the midwest i lived in south bend indiana for college oh wow interesting Yes, Fun uh, facts. We don't need to go any deeper into it. It's I, yeah, I was going to say. I, I, <laughs> I will travel to Chicago when I wanted to have yeah, like a real social say. life because it was like about an hour and a half away. So, yeah. Good uh, down, though. Yeah, Kelvin R. Alexander, $5 to say with the utmost love and respect. So, well, there you go. <laughs> I can't wait to like. I, I just can't wait. I'm going to show up wearing a gown and get my hair done, my makeup done. Like, I'm, I'm just, I cannot wait to just be able to just slap. I'm just going to stare at the camera and smile the whole time after Roman. Do you guys, do you guys think the Winged Eagle title is coming back when Cody Rhodes wins that title? I think it is. I mean, that, he wins it maybe 10 years from now. He's not winning it right now. That seems like, I, I get it, but that that is catering to a more niche fan base. Yeah, that's like Tony Khan booking, which Triple H will not do, which is why Roman Reigns will remain your undisputed WWE Universal Champion after WrestleMania. I'd say it's the opposite of niche because WrestleMania or WWE was in one of its hottest periods when it had that winged eagle. It's more like yeah, a it's play. a niche. It's a, it's a niche audience. If you're sixty, that's not what we're booking for, Alfred. I'm sorry. No, I'm not saying it'll book for sixty year olds, but like, let's face it, most people watching wrestling these days are middle aged men, and wrestling fans, regardless of age, are very nostalgic. That's why Raw hmm. Thirty was the biggest number in three years with all these legends on the show. So, I mean, yes, you're right in terms of maybe it'll have a limited appeal, but I'd have no problem with them bringing back a winged eagle belt the way he did with the Intercontinental title. Why not bring back uh, the spinner belt? <laughs> why not? Yeah, John Cena has to win it a seventeenth time though. Do you think he's going to get that that win to set the record to break the record? No. I think eventually, yes. Okay. Yeah, he'll so, probably win it from Cody after Cody wins it two years from now. Maybe SummerSlam in Detroit for the third time. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Roman will probably still be champion by then. It's going to be great. 
we'll get i think we'll get cody and sammy or cody and jay at SummerSlam. i think that might be a good direction to go no i think we're getting sammy and jay at SummerSlam because roman's gonna go away for a little bit after losing to cody uh and then he's gonna come back and the bloodline's gonna implode i think jay's coming back to the bloodline but there will still be tension with roman reigns to set up that non-title match at SummerSlam. Mm. okay sure we'll see that's the news that is the news that's all the news that's everything that happened yeah, we're Great, so we're up. done for the night. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for tuning in. Ah, NXT was okay tonight. I mean, we it got was. a ways to go. We got like eight weeks till the next NXT premium live event, which is going to be the Saturday, the morning of WrestleMania once again. Yeah. With a tired crowd thinking about the drive. They're going to, where, where, do we know where it's going to be in relation to Far Away Mania? Yeah, I was going to say. It's going to be, think... be at the Crypto.com arena. It's called the much... Staples Center. We don't call it I know. It I like that. calling it the Staples because they don't... <laughs> I don't know how much longer crypto is going to be around, let alone that name. Uh, but they did change the Staples Center to the Crypto.com. But it's yeah, far. in L.A. Uh, L.A. So to Inglewood be... is not. It's going to be the same drive. situation as Dallas, which is why a lot of us that were there did not go to NXT because it was going to be too much of a trouble going all the way to the stadium. It's going to be the same here. And 16, let me tell you, there is nothing, there's nowhere you want to be when yeah. LA traffic is the way it's going to be during WrestleMania. There is nowhere in Los Angeles you would rather be or you would want to be less than at the crypto or Staples Center in that area of downtown LA. A lot of people are going to be showing up to WrestleMania an hour late. There I is, went to a tailgate yeah. party in Dallas. It was the best. They had a projector and we watched Stand and Deliver right there. Tailgate party started early. And we walk right to the stadium after that. That's the way to do it if you're attending live. Okay. Well, I'm telling everybody now, make your plans because there is a train. If you don't want to get stuck in traffic, the drive allegedly can be done in a half an hour. But I would say take the train. Yeah, you definitely. I mean, who knows? I mean, it is a weekend, but it's a WrestleMania weekend. There's going to be a lot of people on the street in downtown LA. And it's remember when Beyonce was people. late to the Grammy. Beyonce couldn't even accept her own Grammy because she was late because LA's traffic is horrible. <laughs> Remember when they told people to take the train to get out of uh, MetLife Stadium and then they were stuck there until 2 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tonight we opened with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams out there cutting a promo, uh, talking about the victory over Apollo, talking about Melo getting ready to challenge Braun Breaker for that NXT championship, but he was interrupted by J.D. McDonough. What did you think of this segment, Issa? I was looking forward to starting to see some interaction between Braun and, and Melo, but like you said, we have quite a bit before the next NXT PLE, so it would be great to see Melo being built up. I don't care to see JD cut promos or to see him, period, unless he's in the ring. His matches mm -hmm. have been bangers ever since he got here. So I was a little like, oh, no, not him. But then I realized that eventually I was going to get... I didn't think it was going to happen tonight. We got it tonight. I figured eventually I was going to get a match between the two of them. I was all in for it. Yeah, Alfred. Me too. I loved the match that they had. And I too was not happy to see J.D. McDonough in terms of who they had to work with Carmelo Hayes. But I, I think it's going to be a good slow build. And they're building up like a big deal. And Carmelo could carry this thing for a couple of weeks. I know you guys would like if Braun Breaker wasn't off on television for a couple of weeks. But Carmelo could definitely carry this feud until Breaker comes to answer him. And I think they're going to do a great job building him into a number one contender and an eventual champion at Stan and Deliver. Here's the thing. Braun Breaker could be on TV. Braun Breaker cannot be on TV. He's still going to get the same reaction from me. You're going to park? 
Oh, that's yes, I was just gonna yeah. say. Let me hear your best Rob Breaker Park. <laughs> Alfred, you do the best Park. Do it, Glenn. No. <laughs> Come on, Glenn. Let me hear it, Glenn. No, I'm I'm good. Thanks. Uh, so, but let's talk. Uh, so this face off was good. It set up a match for later in the night. Fallon Henley and Kiana James. So we don't know who Kiana James was talking to. Fallon saying cheating, but Kiana's not explaining this. Yeah, uh, Kiana's acting a little sus. It's a family like, member. Yeah, it's it's not going to be cheating. That's why it's weird yeah. that she's not telling. That's why. Why isn't she saying anything though? Because yeah. it's none of her business. You know. If you wanted an interesting swerve, if they're going to break them up right away, it would be maybe she's talking to like her, her real estate agent to like steal the bar out from underneath her. Mm, <laughs> you know what? That's not the worst idea that Zach could turn out to be a real estate agent or a lawyer or something like that. Yeah, somebody. She said, I love you. Hey, I, you know, I've had good attorneys. I've said that yeah. to before. Yeah, they're probably very close. They work together. Day in, day out. It's a professional business with pleasure. I will never tell anybody I'm paying money that I love them. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I already pay you. Like, isn't that enough? I don't need to give you affection. It's That's true. not how it works. I, I do I've, tell, I've been telling my mom this my whole life. I want my love in dollars and cents. But, you know, sometimes she insists <laughs> yeah, on yeah. hugs, which are not viable <laughs> currency or legal tender. Yeah, uh, we, live, we live in a time where hugs are just not safe, period. <laughs> it's true. Um, so back when this was going to happen, uh, Keanu Fallon came in to a surprise party that Brooks and Dunn were throwing for them for their victory as tag team champions. Oh, it was so cute. Yeah. Good on them. I don't know who all those people were, but it was sweet that they threw them a party. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Grayson Waller, we saw the flashback to what happened at the Vengeance Day media call with him getting a Shawn Michaels face. So Waller suspended for a week. Ridiculous. Erroneous. Are they building to Grayson Waller versus Shawn Michaels at Stand and Deliver? That would be pretty good. Oh, it's interesting. Would it, would it, would it I don't really think they are. I don't think they are. Uh, Delin, 13, good question. Updates on an, uh, on if and when Cameron Grimes and Eddie Hartwell will be brought up to the main roster. Cameron Grimes posted that tweet of like a spaceman lost in space. Mm. Like, I don't think that, I think that's meant lost in space, not like on his way to the moon. Oh. Yeah, maybe he got lost on the way to the moon. Yeah, Indy did have a match on the main roster, dark match, or I think oh, it was on main no. event. Now I need uh, Cameron Grimes to come back and walk out to drops of Jupiter. He <laughs> 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 will be so cute. <laughs> uh, and get trained there. You're just playing him out. Uh, Kelvin yeah. Alexander, $2 <laughs> saying Kiana's creeping. Uh, yeah, who knows? I agree. I no longer trust her. Um, I don't trust anyone. I don't have any expectations. Remember, you guys need to live the way that I live. It will make your life a lot easier. Man, I'm getting my it, hopes all the way up that it's Zack Ryder. And if it's not, I'll be disappointed. Oh, that would be interesting if it was Zack Ryder. And maybe it was to buy an action figure for her boyfriend. <laughs> Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? 
outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. That that could be a realistic dumb payoff to this. Um, so man, they are all in on Zoe Stark tonight, beating up America's sweetheart Saul Ruka. Uh, I wasn't expecting the result. I wasn't expecting the result. And I got to tell you, I love the finisher, but when you do it with after a non-win, it doesn't feel as effective. I know it's the same finisher that we sing over and over again, but her hitting it after losing, I would have not even had her do it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's in Soul Ruka, I've always been a big fan of hers on this podcast. I love her athleticism and whatnot. And I love her even more now after finding out that she is, in fact, the sister. Uh, the WWE posted the Black History. The Month post poster. about that. The post about like, that. Wait, what? Wait, what's this? Is that Soul Ruka? <laughs> so, so uh, NXT posted a homage for Black History Month and they put all of their Black performers and Soul Ruka yeah. was in there. And people on social media were like, what is she doing there? Yeah. She is half Black. Yeah, her dad is black. I did not know that. A lot of people didn't know that. That was just as entertaining as finding out, seeing all people's reactions to <laughs> Sol Ruka. Uh, part of the tribe. I love it. But I saw like, so many memes, but then finding out it was really freaking cool. And it was also cool that they acknowledged it. But the whole yeah. who's going to tell them memes that were all over my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like uh, Martin Gore from Depeche Mode, who, yeah, mm. that was one that everyone was like, what? Like, just, yeah. Yeah, not uncommon. Pleasant surprise, right? Um. So, but yeah, I th- I feel like Saul has um. Like the internet wrestling community is behind her. Not that that means anything in NXT anymore. Uh, but with Zoe, man, they're really pushing Zoe. 
Yeah, you could tell they liked her in the Royal Rumble. I actually rewatched the Royal Rumble recently, and I it really jumped out at me how much they put Zoe Stark over. Like even Corey Graves, whenever she face off with she face off with I think it was Oscar, and he goes, "Oh, I cannot wait to see that match. That's going to be a big dream match." And they're really putting her over. So, I mean, it sounds like they're going to probably keep her in NXT until Nikita comes back to pay that off. But she does sound like a candidate to get called up soon. Yeah, I love the Adler. Um, they're both so athletic here. But I got to yeah. tell you guys something. As I was watching this match, I had to Google the heights. And according to Google, it says that Sol Ruka is 5'8", which she looks a lot longer than that because I'm 5'8 myself. And then it said that Zoe Starks is 5'7". So there's cap here somewhere no because way. there was a big height difference between the two of them. There is, it was a lot more than one inch. I could tell the difference in one or two inches. There's definitely a lot more than that. Yeah, somebody's capping for sure. <laughs> Zoe, I mean, uh, so it was <laughs> I just love cracking Glenn. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Zoe tried to beat up Saul after, and then she got to do her finisher, uh, which is a nice moment. Uh, we saw a pretty deadly roll into the surprise party looking oh. disheveled. I was concerned. I feel bad. I, I feel bad. It was oh. way off. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. it in the match. Uh, the, these guys like elevated the art form tonight in, yeah, in my great. mind, how they did this. But then we had Davocado versus Dante Chen. Um, Is it Davocado or Davocado? I, I thought it was Kato. I thought it was Kato. That's Dabakato? how Shane McMahon used to say it back in the hashtag bring raw underground back days. Davocado, pardon me. Davocado. No, I don't I, know. I, I'm asking you. I was pronouncing it both ways because I I'm didn't saying know which way it was. Davocado, like avocado. It's Kato. Probably not. <laughs> I how think it's Kato. <laughs> Um, yeah. Poor Dante my, Chen, man. Yeah, my, my wife says, Oh, feel bad for that jobber. And I'm like, he's on the he's an NXT signee. Like he's been featured for a while now. Uh, this is just where Dante Chen's career is at. He's so forgettable. I remember going through the NXT roster and then he popped up and I'm like, who is he? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we'll see what they do with Avocado here. I thought he looked I thought he looked good. Yeah, I mean, he got a quick win, and then he said mm -hmm. that uh, Apollo Cruz knows what he did, and he will kick his ass. Yeah, it'll probably what? be stemming from their whatever happened with them on the main roster. It's going to be like you left me behind or something. I mean, huh? Maybe, maybe that that so that's your pick, Issa. What do you think? What do you think Apollo did to Dabakato that uh, was unforgivable? Maybe he didn't sponsor him. And like a walkathon? No, like you know, like for the visa. They were oh, playing oh, that they were yeah. from Nigeria. This is some 90 day fiance stuff. You know, you had to sponsor them. <laughs> Good job, <laughs> Glenn. You're so cute. You're so cute. <laughs> hey man, those miles add up. You know, you think and you're like, how many miles is it? a 40 mile walkathon? And then I feel like a cheap bastard if I pledge like a dollar a mile, you know? No, I'm talking about visa they were from nigeria yeah and then we didn't see him for a while usually when somebody has visa issues they go away for a little bit until that gets all set up and a lot of times if you want to come to the country you need a sponsor maybe apollo was like yeah i don't know that i want to be responsible for you for the next 10 years actually that would not be a bad storyline <laughs> what that really wouldn't uh, very deep and i think wwe would be able to tell that story if they you know, know. gave them enough time but what if I think I got it? Davakato thought that the Nigerian accent was real. Then he saw him in NXT with an American accent, and he feels like he betrayed his culture. I think that's what it is. Okay, 
Okay. That's not what I think they're actually going to do. I'm I also still one. like the walkathon idea. I think all three of us have a solid storyline here for NXT, yeah. and they you can just sponsor me for the walkathon. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to donate five cents per mile. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? Twenty dollars? Two dollars? it's like it wasn't even for a real charity. <laughs> That's a pose defense. <laughs> Buying you a PS5 is not a charity. You can't have a walkabout to buy you a PS5. What if Apollo never went fishing with him? What if Davocato oh. is an avid fisher and saw Apollo fishing with Brown Breaker and that's what did it? Mm, that's actually really good. I think that's the best one yet. It's a love triangle storyline. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's think... where Brown Breaker is. It's Davocato took him out. Ooh. Uh, Dorin saying, do you think Gallus is getting better? I mean, Gallus is. The... Tag team champions in NXT. Yeah, no. Yeah, this if, is a come up for them. But I mean, but the, it doesn't make them interesting. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, they just need something. It's not even necessarily a shot at these guys. It's just WWE has booked and taken time to develop these three tag teams, and Gallus is the one that they just throw out there and say, This is Gallus without telling you anything. So it's yeah. not necessarily their fault. NXT just doesn't book them at all. Yeah. They need they need a gimmick or a story or something. Yeah. You know, participate in a walkathon, and one of you won't sponsor the other one. That, that's interesting. Know. That's storytelling. Glenn, if I join one, would you sponsor me? Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on what the cause is. You know, I mean. Okay. No, of course, of course. You know, the cause is the Applebee's or Olive <laughs> Garden <Yes>. bill. Yeah. <laughs> I just walk around with my Apple Watch, measuring it, and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. We saw backstage with Diamond Mine. Uh, Tatum Paxley was accused of attacking Nikita Lyons, and she was very defensive. So we know it's not her. Yeah, I'm so confused about Diamond Mine. And well, how are they still living a thing? And where is Roderick Strong? Like, I have questions. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, and then uh, Isla Dawn wrestled Tatum Paxley, beat her pretty easily. Yeah. Alba Fire came out. They were attacking her. Ivy Nile came down and made the save. Uh, a mystery person got out of a car that pulled up it was Dragunov no yeah I think it was okay they never really answered it I mean you have to kind of like put two and two together they made I think yeah they kind of assumed it or maybe it wasn't (gasps) yeah but uh Carmelo Hayes took on JD McDonough banger of a match oh my god love this match and uh I wish I didn't like him in the ring so much because he comes out and I just get so annoyed. But then I know that I'm gonna get a good match out of it, so I'm like, fine, I'll deal with it. It's like, it's like an annoying date. You know, they're gonna pay for the bill, so you like deal with it because they're gonna pay for it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Troy Corsi with a reminder that MLW premiered that on Reels and it was pretty good. Yeah, I Hell hope you're able to watch yes. it on demand because I'm looking forward to seeing what they did. I have an yeah. interview with the one and only Court Bauer on Forbes right now. He talked about AEW poaching his talent, WWE lawsuit, and his deal with Reels. I can't wait to see the show either. Good. I think, uh, isn't a uh, real one wrestling on the Real one is tonight? there. Court said real one is the most charismatic performer since The Rock. I had to think about it. I don't know if he's the most charismatic, but he's on the short list. I mean... He is definitely someone I would pick in my GM mode if I was building a franchise. Yeah. 
I put him back on 205 Live and, and see that to its full potential because we might still have a 205 Live if Enzo yeah. was around. Absolutely. Um, but Carmelo Hayes won this match and Dragonoff came out and stared down Mello. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. I just want to clear something up in the chat. I am not a Sammy hater. Sammy got here <laughs> because of his own actions. I like Sammy. Then he became a little untrustworthy. And now here we are. If he would have stayed the course and keep doing what he was supposed to be doing, I wouldn't be talking crap about him. But now he gets what he deserves. Thank you. And you feel he's a traitor still? Oh, he's a traitor. 1,000%. Okay. Um, Tiffany Stratton was backstage applying her makeup. And yeah. interrupted by Thea Hale. And they had a little exchange about Chase U getting into it. But then Eva Rain appeared and dragged Thea out of the room. Yeah, I, I've been looking forward to seeing Ava Rain be physical. I, I don't know what this would lead to, but he, she joins Kissism, but we haven't seen her wrestle yet. So I, I do hope that, that happens soon. And maybe this is what leads to that. They should yeah. really build it up too. If it's going to be on TV, which it should be at this point, um, they should really build it up because there's going to be a lot of mainstream interest in the Rock's daughter wrestling. They should go out and do the ET circuit and have her interview or whatnot, but they can do a big number with the Rock's daughter in her first match. I think that's a big deal. Do you think that the Rock will pull up for that or is he still going to be scared of Roman Reigns? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. He'll be backstage maybe. Dude pulls up to the Grammys and he can't pull up to anyways. God. Okay, so you want to talk about how WrestleMania like has the weirdest uh, reaction is if that match happens at Stand and Deliver and The Rock is there WrestleMania weekend and doesn't <laughs> appear yeah, at Mania. Hanging out. Yeah. Like that would be, be incredible. He took, a picture. he took a picture with Bad Bunny and my favorite thing I seen in the TL this week was a, a meme of it that had the picture instead of WWE Superstar and Dwayne Johnson. And I was yeah. like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what if the rock shows up to help roman against cody rhodes that would be a swerve no yeah. he's not gonna just do a run in the rock would want to be i, I just think at really this point, really is that not... all he's been doing for the last 15 years yeah but they're always advertised especially at wrestlemania well i mean they did come out at wrestlemania to kick it off but in terms of like wrestling i i don't see him just coming in to ruin cody's moment whether he helps cody or not that's cody's stage we got to move forward with these full-time stars Okay, what's sure. can't wait the main to be event? talking about this at Olive Garden over you pay oh, yeah, <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> the main event lit, man. <laughs> one night is Cody versus Roman. What's the main event the other night? Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos. First okay. WrestleMania main event as a tag team match since WrestleMania one. I'd love that. Name okay. a hotter match. These are the two hottest programs they have. Name a hotter match in terms of a top three match outside of those two. I don't think no. anything's gonna get that hot. Not if there are if the rock's gonna come back, no. There is not. The Rock is not coming back. Yeah. I mean, like uh, Gunther versus Brock, but that's not happening. Oh, I need, well, actually, they're doing um, Brock versus Bobby at Elimination Chamber, which I thought it was going to be a WrestleMania match. So now I'm hmm. very curious about yeah. about how this is going to go for Brock. I mean, that the, the, the pop and the way the crowd got for that stare down between Gunther and Brock at WrestleMania. Yeah, the whole stadium erupted. I mean, I don't think they do something like that unless they're at least thinking about doing it. I don't right. think you can all the way rule out Brock versus Gunther. And I gotta tell you something. Elimination Chamber, 
It's turning out to be pretty lit. This card is oh, looking yeah. solid. WrestleMania yeah. 38 and a half. It's going yep. to it's it's be like an AFC or NFC championship game. Like usually the title games are better than the Super Bowl. Canadian WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Lyra Valkyra took on Valentina Feroz tonight with Wendy Chu. Yep. Why are they together? Don't know. Lyra okay. got the win. Mm-hmm. Wendy Chu is yeah. trying to teach her to be on the straight and narrow or something. Is that the story <laughs> they're telling? Trying to teach her the power of naps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we had uh, Wesley. Backstage. Oh my God. I love this segment. Amazing I love baby this face. segment. Not only did he win a lot of people over on Tuesday, yeah. but when you put the segment the behind the scenes, the wife speaking, this was done beautifully because Wesley is a baby face to, to the best of it. You want to root for him. And then you watch these kind of things. It really makes you like the guy. It does. I thought it was great until Tony D'Angelo came out, which yeah. I had thoughts about that too, but we'll get to that. No, Tony stated it that uh, Wes owes him a favor. Right, but Wesley says, it's after dark right now, right? Yeah, it's 12 here. Wesley said that he's hosting an open challenge, and if they had the cannolis to show up, (laughs) they should. And I feel like he used the wrong dessert. It should have been the sapolis, because a cannoli is like an eggplant, where the sapolis are like the balls. So did we use the right Italian dessert here? To express what you were trying to say. You, you see what yeah, I'm saying? Only, this is a real issue. Sense. It was no, the wrong only, organ. Yeah. It should have been Sepolis, which is what Alfred is going to be buying me when what Roman Reigns retains. Are those the deep fried uh, dough balls with the powdered Yeah, sugar? the little balls. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But the cannoli, you know, and it's full of cream. So what was he trying to say? Do you have the BDE to face me or do you have the balls to face me? I don't what know is, what he was going for. What is the cannoli filled with? <laughs> cream. <laughs> <laughs> I got two clips out of this one. Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> Calvin saying Gunther versus Brock is box office. Who do you got, though? Who do you I got? I still wouldn't put that as a main event over Sammy and Kevin versus Usos. No. No. Who do you got, though? I got Gunther in that match. Yeah, Gunther. I'd be just as happy for the Sheamus versus Gunther, and you finally tell the story of Sheamus winning that title. I think mm. Sheamus versus Gunther for a second time at a WrestleMania stage for the American crowd. I think they go crazy for it because that's another big pop that happened when Sheamus and Gunther came face to face. I agree. The crowd went crazy that they were one and two. It was yeah. I thought that was perfectly done. Stax beat Odyssey Jones tonight. Yeah, he did. The Very surprising. I, I thought they were going to continue to tell the story that Tony D'Angelo was teaching him lessons and stuff like that but i was kind of surprised to see him beat odyssey jones i mean i know they were matching you should have known that this is established thing now they were wearing matching colors that's how you know chemistry there we've yeah we've willed this to happen because for a while it felt like they really cooled off on tony d but he's still obviously front of mind for nxt shout out to tony d he acknowledged us yeah tony Tony d friend of the show tony d tony d friend of the show day one day one this podcast. He Tony knows D'Angelo. it too. He knows. He's got to come on this podcast when he wins that world title. When he wins that strap, he's got to at least make an appearance. Full kayfabe. Full kayfabe appearance. Yeah, 100%. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I want him to plead the fifth on every other question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Pretty Deadly versus Chase U. Like, pretty okay. Deadly. Yes. ECU first. 
this was sad. I hate to see them in this condition, but it shows that they care. They care about what happened. They care about their championships. The fits were not on point, but I I understand. I understand. I, I know a lot of people think that's what I would probably look like if Roman Reigns loses. I'll never have to experience that. So, But I would assume if that the moment happened, it would probably feel similar to what Pretty Deadly is going through. I have to assume, if I ever were to get depressed, and I never have been, but if I were... That this might be what that would be like. If you have zero expectations, except for the only actually the only person in life I have expectations of is Roman Reigns, to be honest with you. But if you Uh-oh. have zero expectations, oh. you know that's gonna go from one to zero come April. He's never he's never let me down. <laughs> okay, you never say never. Um, Shut up, Alfred. Alfred, Alfred what did you think of uh, Pretty Deadly's <laughs> performance tonight? I thought they were great. I loved what they did. I love the emotional arc they took us on because usually when WWE does something like that where somebody's sad wrestling like how Baron Corbin did when he was homeless, which he might have to go back to doing after they buried him last night. But You usually, can't polish a third. Yeah, oh my goodness. I mean, that's a whole other story. Poor Baron. But usually they, they lose a match like that. But I like the fact that Pretty Deadly was slowly shaking out the cobwebs as the match went on. And they eventually won. So they overcame their mental health issues and they were able to be persistent. And I think it was a good message for people who may have been struggling with depression or whatnot. I thought it was an uplifting win. And I do think they're going to be great baby faces. You kind of saw the preview of what they're going to be like as baby faces. And people are going to love them. It's New Day done with NXT. It's what? It's what? It's New Day done with NXT. It felt that way tonight, didn't it? It did. It did. I chased you. You had the the, the pretty deadly going through what they're going through. Gallus did the stare down. No mention of New Day, who were just the tag team champions as of Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Look, tonight, if you ever want to explain to someone the power of professional wrestling beyond a promo, show them Pretty Deadly's performance tonight where they showed up to the ring looking disheveled and depressed, but yet still fabulous. And during the course of this match, got their love of wrestling and confidence back enough to pull off the win. This is the sort of thing you normally see at a house show or a live event, this sort of actual in-ring storytelling. And I think... This has really fallen by the wayside. Now you see dominance, hope spot. Now entering storytelling is a little more about the physicality and the back and forth of who's going to win. But mm-hmm. this was literally a range of emotions. This was character development. It was great. This was professional wrestling in its absolute finest. And I have to give it to Pretty Deadly because I think that a lot of performers wouldn't be willing to go there and put it out there and just emote act overact you have to overact i even think the live crowd it didn't really even dawn on them what they were seeing and i what i loved about this is their gimmick is so flamboyant that you're not gonna expect them to come out looking that way right they care about what they're wearing and what they're doing but one thing that has always drove me crazy about wrestling and i just can't get over is when somebody loses a title or loses a big opportunity and they just come back the next day like nothing happened and that always drives me crazy because you had them trying to fulfill the new day's christmas list like they have told you the story that this Mm -hmm. really matters to them for a couple of months now so i would have been i, I would have probably questioned what are you doing they would have shown up in their fabulous selves today i think it's awesome storytelling and it goes to show you that these things matter to this performance I, it was very well done yeah i thought the commentary was good yeah. too because you were talking about how the people in the arena may not have known what was going on but i think commentary did a good job getting that over mm-hmm. that they were depressed and even as they started coming out of it i think it was important for commentary to start talking about oh they seem like they're actually starting to shake it off yeah and how often do you see, oh, I lost, but, you know, we get back up from our losses. We move yeah. forward. I'm going to fight and get it back. 
And tonight, like this, this was a plus match that they wrestled. And with Chase U, even though Chase U so over with the crowd, still the crowd favorite there uh, with NXT, having Thea Hale run out scared after Ava attacked her, like that was a good distraction that allowed Chase to still look strong in defeat. And Pretty right. Deadly then having that uh, moment of acknowledgement by Gallus shows where Pretty Deadly is going to get in their shot. Their titles. I hope they win them back because Gallus ain't got this kind of storytelling of either two. I also really hope that Cody Rhodes watched this so that he can learn from, from it. You know, after WrestleMania, he's going to need to know what to do with himself. So He could come by there after he wins that title. I think the Dusty statue is there and that's what he'll go over there and, and award his father with the title. It'll be a great moment. I agree, Issa. And I will say, put up. They should probably put a picture of Roman Reigns next to Dusty statue, based on what they said last night on that pro. Paul Heyman is a liar. <laughs> Governor Alexander, two dollars saying pretty daily hilarious. Love them. They are, uh, and you know, I love New Day. They're my favorite tag team ever, whatnot. But I will say, now that we've seen the run in NXT, they were heels in hindsight. They yeah. bullied, yeah, them, oh, one thousand percent, and left the territory. They're heels. <laughs> <laughs> They're acting like it was social media. NXT was social media to the new day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bully someone and then disappear like they didn't exist. One thousand percent. Uh Dempsey and Walker are gonna have a match next weekend. Uh Walker's gonna have some ring gear that drew Gulak. I can't wait for that. I'm actually I'm excited for that, and I'm excited for whatever Von Wagner comes back as. I think this is make or break for Von Wagner. It's either going to be just good. Use the word excited and Von Wagner in the same sentence. <laughs> I I can't believe I am, but they they tease he's coming back with a new gimmick. So he's, it's yeah, either going to be a complete joke or he's going to come back with something good. But I'm interested to see. Do you think he'll bring back the corn rolls? <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, Tyson Bate versus Grayson Waller next week as well. That should be pretty good. Right. So Grayson Grayson Waller is going to have to greet him as Master Bates, correct? <laughs> Master Bate. <laughs> Master. Grayson is going to have to do that. Is his suspension going to be up by then? Do we know how long? Yeah, it was just it was just this week. Just okay. this week. Um, I, I broke Issa. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the go home segment. Bailey hosting Toxic Attraction on Ding Dong Hello. Gigi Dolan and JC Jane who have their issues. They work through their issues. They say maybe they go for the tag team titles again. Bailey, maybe we come to the main roster and challenge damage control. And uh, I pop for that. I pop for yeah. that. Yeah. the crowd. I thought that's where it was going. In fact, I thought they were going to attack Bailey or Bailey was going to attack them and damage control might attack them at the end, leading to something on Raw. But no, JC super kicked Gigi. And now it looks like we're going to have uh, the singles feud that uh, was predicted on our Vengeance Day podcast. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Bailey for selling the injuries from last night. We were just mm. talking about how sometimes there's no continuation. She went through a steel cage match, so I appreciate seeing that. I kind of popped when they kind of got back together and talked about going after damage control. I don't know how I felt about the breakup, only because they have this distension between the two of them back and forward for so long, for so many weeks. That I was just like, okay, they're either capping or they're finally going to do it. At the same time, I personally don't want to see toxic attraction with a different leader. I associate them with Mandy Rose. If Mandy mm -hmm. Rose can be here, I'm perfectly okay with them breaking up, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was well done in terms of the breakup. Of course, in Shawn Michaels' territory, they did the rocker-style breakup. But I will say, I was kind of hoping they would stay together long enough to challenge for the WWE Tag Titles. I think that could have been a good match on NXT TV, Damage Control versus Toxic Attraction, and then they break up. But... 
the promos have been cutting on each other really good. So I think this yeah. is going to be a good feud. I just thought that it was a little early to start it now. Yeah. I mean, we got. Do you not think the fake back and forth, them breaking up, having tension, not having tension, kind of like affected it a little bit? Yeah, because we already saw it. And so now we're going to get this kind of see the feud again. Like, what can you say? They're like running through all this material. What else are they going to say about each other? Right. And they even did it in the segment where they started mad at each other. Then they made up. Then they break up. Like, it was just a lot of. So, I don't know. The match went back and forth, too. So, I I felt like, okay, do it or not. But I wasn't like, oh, my God, they broke up. At the same time, the kick and the actual visual of it was very well executed. And good for JC. They were chanting for JC because during that triple threat match, they yeah. were going back and forth between Gigi and Roxanne, but they were chanting for JC when she delivered that kick. Right. Yeah. I think uh, this is going to be a great feud. Doesn't need a title. It's going to be very exciting. I oh, thought yeah. Bailey this was great, great here as well. I thought Bailey did a great job being therapist, like, you know, playing therapist and trying to put them back together. Like, I, I really like the role that she played here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's going to be interesting. See what happens. Kelvin saying JC put some stank on that kick, but it was yeah. good. I mean, it looked looked great, sold well. Um, it'll be interesting to see who ultimately is triumphant in this. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't know which one. I, I think it'll be J, uh, GG, but I can see it going either way. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um. Man, I'm looking forward to watching MLW. The response tonight to it seems like it was really, really good. To MLW that Reels deal is a big deal. That's, they're in 70 million homes. It's a national network. It's the biggest exposure they've had. So good on them. And they have a toy deal. So wrestling's very healthy right now. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. So many options. So many. I, I mean, yeah, I think it's fun. We're having fun. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, before we take it home, anything else? We didn't talk about cover. Uh, Roxanne is teaming up with um, Mika Satamura. Oh, that's Thank right. You. Yeah, she's coming yeah. back next week. I think that's going to be fun. They're already hyping up a couple of matches for next week. And they, WWE has been doing that very subtly for the past few weeks where they got to get you hyped up for the next week. Not just NXT, Raw and SmackDown as well. So I like that. I was yeah. very late to Mika Satamura and uh, I, I'm obsessed. I can't wait to see her back. Wow. Me too. Cool. I I didn't know a lot about her, and then once I saw her on NXT, I started looking it up. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, thank you everyone for tuning in tomorrow night. AEW Dynamite. Tune in for coverage. If you like the podcast, like, share, subscribe, click that bell get uh, to get notifications when we go live. Leave a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, etc. Follow Alfred at This Is Nasty on Twitter. Isa is at NYCD Mediva. That's Steve with a one. I'm Ackland Rubenstein, and until next time, we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.